Has NASA found hell? NASA's uh, James Webb Space Telescope is expected to give us images of, quote, hell, end quote, the, quote, super-Earth, end quote, planet known as 55 Cancri, and it's so close to its star that it bears an eerie resemblance to descriptions of, get this now, Christianity's hell. (laughs) You heard me right. In other words, NASA has discovered something that is totally unique, and they are the ones that are saying it bears an eerie resemblance to descriptions of Christianity's hell. Now, that's uh, fascinating, isn't it, to say the least? Let me read a little bit more. According to NASA, full-color images and spectroscopic data from the James Webb Space Telescope will be released for the first time July 12th. I don't know why it's going to take so long. Maybe it's a transmission thing. It goes on and says, For now, all humanity has at the moment are artistic renderings, hypothetical visualizations, and theories about the surface of this planet. And here's what they're saying they're seeing. Clouds raining lava lakes of molten lava, gravity has locked one hemisphere in endless darkness while the other is constantly in searing daylight. They say, imagine if Earth were much, much closer to the sun, so close that an entire year lasts only a few hours, so close that gravity has locked one hemisphere in permanent searing daylight and the other in endless darkness, so close that the oceans boil away, rocks begin to melt, and the clouds rain lava, says NASA. Wow. And then NASA's the one saying it's kind of like that what you see in the Bible, basically, is what they're saying, what Christianity says about hell. And then they make this statement, nothing like it exists in our solar system, NASA says. Now, are they seeing hell? Well, I don't know that we could rule that out by any means, but it's kind of interesting in that they do at least know that Christianity says that If we die in our sins, we are going to face eternal punishment. And that eternal punishment is in a place where what is found on this particular planet is something that will punish those who die in their sins. If the punishment of sin is not placed on the cross of Jesus Christ and you die in your sins, a righteous God has to judge. And he tells us there is a place called hell. And it looks apparently a lot like what they see on this planet. Now, is it possible that the Lord is allowing this to be seen just to get the world's attention? My answer is absolutely. I suspect that as we get closer and closer, and boy, things are moving in a fast direction to all the things described in the Bible about the way the world is going to play out before the Lord Jesus returns. The Lord is trying to get our attention and say, hey, yes, you can escape this by confessing your sins, acknowledging your sins, and turning to me, and the punishment that would end up being on you is put on my son. And you receive a gift from me, and that gift is eternal life that you can be in our presence forever. But if you reject the gift, if you reject the provision of the cross, you are going to be in eternal torment. When your spirit leaves your body, you're still alive. You, who you are, the core of who you are, your spirit, I don't know that a lot of us understand the reality that one day everybody will have a resurrection body. The dead in Christ will rise first. We who are alive will be changed. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Thessalonians 4, put those together. 
But we see when the Lord judges those who have been on this planet, they are going to have resurrection bodies. And that will prepare them for the torment, to be able to to live within the torment of what this uh, planet apparently begins to, to, to look like. And so it's kind of fascinating to say the least. Use it, please. Use it as an opportunity to talk to people. Now, a lot of people right away say, God, real, there's a really a hell. I think you need to just say, yes, and Jesus Christ paid the price so we don't have to go there. And then be ready to look in the Word of God. But the big thing that, that is hard for people to understand, and I think a lot of us as believers is hard to understand, is that God is a righteous God. He is perfect. He has to deal with sin. But his answer and it's an invitation, his answer was to offer up his own son as a perfect sacrifice. I don't understand it, but I embrace it, and I rejoice in that I have looked to the cross. My sins have been forgiven, not because of anything I've done, but because I see the need and trusted in the one who came, offered himself as the sacrifice. He was crucified, died, buried, and rose again. But uh, it's interesting to see something like this, to say the least. Now, what about the question of Russia? Would Russia really attack the United States of America with their nuclear capabilities? Now, keep in mind, Russia has about 6,000 nukes. That's right. And they have a number of, let's just say, their high-performance nuclear weapons that can literally destroy major parts of an area where they land. In fact, it's not where they land. I mean, they literally have some 10 warheads on them, some of these missiles. They have gone on record, and we're talking about in the public, right, in the public arena in the last couple of days on a TV program where you can look at the translation and literally see the exchanges taking place between a couple of leaders questioning, Should, could we ever use these against the United States? And one of them says, absolutely, you know, let's do it. I mean, and keep in mind, Putin is crazy. And he apparently is ill and may be dying. What, and from his perspective, what does he have to lose? He's going to die soon anyway. Now, uh, now, what I want to say is this. What they have said, by the way, is that they could send four nukes and wipe out the East Coast and the West Coast. They could literally send enough nuclear weapons, nuclear bombs, in order to destroy the entire United States of America. Now, can we say, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that won't take place? We cannot. And I think we are intensely naive to think that it's not possible. And then at the same time, I would suggest to you that biblically we're told to, you know, you don't pull the ear of a wild dog. Just look kind of through the Proverbs, some of the warnings that are made about dealing with angry people. Look at those and think of what the Scriptures tell us when it comes to how some people get provoked. And, you know, it's not always wise to provoke a sick person. And yet that is precisely what it seems like our leadership in our country is attempting to do. Do we really want Russia to be to the point where they are so desperate that they are willing to do something that is beyond our, our comprehension in many ways? Hard to ever even imagine? We are lacking wisdom here. There's no two ways about it. 
were not handling this well. Now, over the years, one of the most important questions that we've tried to answer has been, is the United States involved in the end times? Is it mentioned in Bible prophecy? The answer has to be specifically in terms of a reference. The answer is no. Now, generally speaking, we could be part of the, quote, the nations that are referenced in Bible prophecy. But oftentimes when we look to answer this question, we're talking about, well, the United States could be diminished. Of course, the big thing is there could be the rapture. The, the harpazo, the body of Christ, is taken out of the United States. It's going to change everything. This, this country is going to go upside down. It's going to be far worse than it is already. But the other possibility is the United States has faced largely a destructive force. And that is a possibility. And for us to be naive about it, and it seems like we've gotten almost cavalier about it, thinking, oh, there's no way that's going to happen. I would suggest to you that if there was simply one nuclear weapon used, even by Russia against Ukraine, that would be enough to send uh, our country into a further tailspin. In case you haven't noticed, we've got a lot of things we're, we're struggling with right now. You've heard about inflation and the like. A lot of things we're concerned about. Just the very leadership of our country, the obvious uh, escalation and violence that's taking place at every turn. Now, at this point, you might be thinking that, Nieder, you're making me anxious. I'm not trying to make you anxious, but I am saying that we need to face reality. We need to face reality, and we need to understand it in light of biblical truth, and we need to pull together as the body of Christ. All that is absolutely essential in the uh, unusual times in which we live. Now, there's a little bit of time left. Uh, that last question, is Israel preparing an attack on the nation of Iran? Israel has already said they will not let Iran achieve a nuclear capability. Iran is on record to come after the little Satan, Israel. And to them, this is a religious, religious mandate. And they are getting very, very close to having the capability of building nuclear weapons. We're talking weeks here, not even months. We're talking weeks. Now, conflict in the Middle East in Israel, to the north of Israel, where the Ezekiel of Asia is going to come from, there's been a lot of tension. I mean, there have been some aerial exchanges between Israel and Russia. And now what we've had is, is Israel has prepared. It's obvious. I mean, you can, you can when you're there, and you can see the jets are practicing a long-range attack on another country. The only country on the docket would be Iran. So Israel is preparing to attack Iran. Now, the Ezekiel invasion is going to be Russia joining forces with nations like Iran and Turkey, as well as other nations to the north. Just look at what's taking place in Turkey right now. And their support, literally their support ultimately, of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Just look at that and think about it for a moment. The reason they attack Israel, it says, basically for Israel's wealth. But there can be other reasons for an attack in terms of the timing. Is not only do they want Israel's wealth, and by the way, Solomon's gold, some people think they may soon find it. But if Israel then decides that they've got to deal with Iran and they attack Iran, that's going to, to heighten the tension. It's probably going to strengthen the alliance between Russia and Iran and Turkey and these other nations. And before you know it, the invasion is not going to be Ukraine. The invasion is going to be toward Israel. And we could be around for that because the timing of that invasion is not definitive. 
And if that be the case, we're going to see that the God of Israel reveals who he is in a spectacular way. And it would sure be fun to watch that. We're out of time for today, so go ahead and send us your question, john at livetheword.org, and that'll get right to me. Or if you have just a comment to make, again, send it to john at livetheword.org. Till next time, I'm John Eater. God bless.